Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. This is Anu Dudley with a piece about the story of January. January, the first month in our 12-month yearly calendar, was named for the Roman god Janus, or Janus, as it would have been pronounced in Rome. Janus was the god of passages, passages who oversaw gates, doorways, and all beginnings. Janus was depicted with two faces looking in opposite directions, one back to the past and one forward to the future. As guardian of thresholds, Janus held a key in his left hand and a staff in his right, signifying his ability and authority to open the gate. Janus also oversaw the rising and setting of the sun, the gateways of day and night, as well as the start of each new season, as these were the thresholds through which the earth herself passed in her cycle around the year. <clears throat> and Janus guarded the door of the new year, through which time and life passed in their annual rounds. But as I am fond of saying, scratch a god, find a goddess. And we don't have to scratch too hard to find the goddess behind the double masks of Janus. Her name is Jana or Jana. Yana was, by the time of the Roman Empire, merely a minor moon goddess and wife of Janus. <clears throat> but Yana and Janus had existed as a couple from much earlier times, when she was the great moon and mother goddess Diana, and he was her son, the oak god Dianus. Diana and Dianus embodied the Indo-European myth in which the goddess gave birth to her son each winter solstice, he grew to manhood by spring, impregnated her by summer, died in the fall, and returned to her womb, from which he was reborn at solstice. Thus, Janus was originally the son and lover of Diana, the queen of the woodland, goddess of the moon, and mother of all creation. At his birth, Janus passed through the door, or vulva, of Diana, and at his maturity, he used his key, or phallus, to open Diana's door through sexual intercourse, fulfilling his role in the yearly turning of the wheel of the year. The etiology of the name Diana shows that it combines two words, di meaning divine, and ana meaning mother. From ana and yana we get the word yani, which in Sanskrit means vulva, the female genitalia. The yani symbolized the female generative principle, which encompassed both birth and death. The yani was the sacred passage through which life entered the world and through which it left the world at death to return to the womb of the goddess to be transformed and prepared for rebirth. The yani was thus both life-giving and life-devouring. The yani had two faces, one looking forward toward life and the other looking back toward death. By the time of patriarchal Rome, the role of Yana had been usurped by Janus, who now kept his stern and solitary vigil as immortal keeper of the door of the year, never to be born or reborn again, forever removed from the vitality and joy of being the son and lover of Diana. But the image of the Yanni has persisted throughout the broad Indo-European culture area to be found in many surprising places. One example of the Yanni is the Vesica Piscus, the pointed oval 
seen in the architecture and stained glass windows of Christian churches and cathedrals. The vesica piscis symbolized the open vulva of the goddess, a shape so sacred in tradition that it could not be done away with, but rather it was reinterpreted as flower petals. Another surprising representation of the yani was in the figure of the Sheila Nagig, the squatting female figure carved into the archway of church doors in Celtic regions. The Sheila Nagig grasped the edges of her vulva and pulled them apart to reveal her gaping womb. The Christian explanation of the Sheila Nagig was that she was a demon who was set over the door, gargoyle-like, to frighten away evil. But far from being a demon, the Sheila Nagig was yet another image of the mother goddess who invited all who entered the church to symbolically enter her sacred womb. The horseshoe, one of the most sacred shapes in the ancient world, was also a stylized yani and may be found in the archways of Hindu and Islamic structures. We still honor this ancient yani image when we hang a horseshoe over a door for luck and protection. Some hang the horseshoe with tips pointing up to keep the luck from running out. But this method goes contrary to the original meaning of the yani. Hanging the horseshoe with its points down repeats the true shape and meaning of the yani-form doorway, whose riches of life and death and rebirth dust our heads whenever we pass through the threshold, for the flow of sacred life energy never ends. I think January ought to be called Yaniary because it marks the gateway between the former existence and future existence. This threshold, of course, doesn't happen just once a year, for each moment is a gateway. But it is good once a year to officially honor the Yaniary. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. This is Anu Dudley.